Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Get great fall savings on all your home care and entertaining needs during the fall home care event at Safeway. Head into Safeway and get deals on products like Clorox disinfecting wipes, Swiffer wet mopping cloths, Lysol all-purpose cleaner, Swiffer wet jet mopping pads, Mr. Clean multi-surface cleaner, or Lysol power toilet bowl cleaner. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for more details. Offers expire October 31st. Restriction supply promotions may vary. Kaya, welcome to the Curb Podcast. My name is Andrew Pierce, and I'm coming to you from Bulu, Perth, the land of the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation. Sovereignty never ceded. On this episode, I chat to actress Allegra Teo, who featured in the WA-made film Pieces, as well as one of Steve Jaggi's productions, The Curious Case of Dolphin Bay, which came out in 2022. Pieces is an Actor Award nominated and WA Screen Culture Award winning film by Martin Wilson and tells the story of a group of people coming together to show the importance of support and compassion when it comes to living with mental illnesses. Pieces is screening at the upcoming WA Made Film Festival on Saturday the 18th of February 2023 and tickets are selling out quickly so head over to the website for further details and make sure to stick a link in the show notes. Make sure to also head over to thecurb.com.au to listen to previous episodes of the podcast, read interviews and check out reviews for upcoming films. For now, here is a slice of the trailer, followed by Allegra Teo talking about her work on pieces. I think we're all one traumatic incident away from breaking. Alicia used to be one of our dancers. She came to me with a proposal to use one of our vacant spaces to do art therapy with people living with mental illness. When I first started, it was more like, like a static between two radios, it wasn't really clear. Is this a conversation for a doctor? Yeah, well, I wasn't well then. I'm better now. Emmy's my rock. She's a big help. We help each other. The doctor once told us he had power tools in his mind, like precision lasers, when they're directed outward into amazing things. Pieces is really good. I really liked it. Dolphin Bay's really good too, but um, Pieces yeah. is just, yeah, it's the kind of film that I must imagine you must be pretty proud of it. Like, it's... Yeah, no, people, like, often ask me, like, which film do you prefer? And I'm like, I can't, like, pick my favourite one. Like, Dolphin Bay, you know, was a dream come true. It was an amazing experience. I met amazing people. But I think I'm more proud of my performance in pieces just because it was my first feature. And, like, it was, like, such a intense role. Yeah. Let's talk about Dolphin Bay to start off with just quickly because what I yeah. love about um, Steve Jaggy and what he does with his company is that there is a whole bunch of really great work for younger actors to do. And it's always, you know, nice and bright and happy and, and kind of um, the kind of Disney stuff that, you know, I imagine the kids might grow up yeah. and think, I really want to do that. What was it like working in a film that he's helped produce? It was honestly, like I said before, it was a dream come true and like just everyone there was just amazing. Like all the crew, they were all so lovely, all the cast so lovely again. Like us four kids, we got along so well, like we just instantly clicked and like even days we weren't filming, we would always hang out because we just couldn't get enough of each other. But um, I think when you're working with such a fun an amazing script like you're bound to have a lot of fun like filming it so yeah every single day it was just packed with just excite exciting experiences and 
I think I really enjoyed working with Christine Luby because she was such an amazing director. Like, she is such like an actor's director. She would always, once she got her shot and she was happy with how everything looked, she'd always be like, okay, this take is for you. You can do whatever you want. You can throw away the script. You can improv. Like, just have fun exploring your character. So, yeah, we all really, really enjoyed being able to explore our characters in such a safe, creative space. Yeah, that sounds really good. It's nice to know that you have that ability to, as you're saying, explore your character, but also be a little bit free on film as well, because that's, yeah, you know, it's got to be hard to like, as you're starting out and, and getting, you know, into the industry and getting into work on feature films and stuff like that, getting that experience in front of a camera is so vital, but also getting to play is so important too. Um, yeah. Which one came first? Was it Pieces that you shot first and then Dolphin Bay or the other way around? Yeah, so yeah. I shot Pieces in July last year and then Dolphin Bay, I think, was in around like November, December, October, like around then. Cool. So it was like going straight from Pieces straight to Dolphin Bay, which was just so incredible. I imagine that might have been a little bit of a, a weight off your shoulders in some capacity. Like pieces, of a, it's it's great, but it's heavy stuff. And then going to something that's a little bit yeah. lighter <laughs> must have been. Yeah, uh, no, nice. I I think yeah, I think Jennifer was like the perfect character for me to go on and explore like straight after Violet because you know you can't stay in that headspace of Violet for too long, otherwise you know it does take a toll on you. Yeah. So with pieces, what was the discussions that you had with Martin and? the team before you kicked off and started working on the film? Also, Marty is also like an amazing director. He's also an actor's director. He made us do a lot of character research, like a lot of it. So he sent through all these questions, like if your character was an animal, what would what would she be? If your character had a motto, what would she be? What kind of music would she listen to? So even like myself, I did a lot of character research. Um, I think I, it was, I recorded about half an hour of myself just being in Violet, I think I was talking to myself in a mirror and I had this whiteboard marker and I was just scribbling all this stuff on the mirror, looking at the reflection of myself and just exploring Violet for half an hour. Um, yeah, so then on set, Marty was also like, he was very open to learning our interpretation of the script and he was open to like changing lines on the day. And then also for me, whenever I have like, you know, big emotions that I can't really comprehend or have um, been in a situation that I'm like, well, like, I don't know how to cope with that. I write music. So for Violet, I wrote a song for her. It's called Fly because originally Pieces was called Wings. So I thought, you know, Fly, Wings, it's perfect. Yeah, so before set every single day, I would either listen to it or I would play it to myself. So that kind of helped me get into the mindset of Violet. And then there was a whole week before filming that was all rehearsals. So Monique Wilson, who played my mum and also wrote the script, we had just this one day dedicated to our scenes and we really just workshopped them. Like we went from scene to scene to scene. Like it was such a long, intensive day. And I remember just coming home after that, exhausted I was just like and I I slept really well that night but you know he created also created like a very safe space to explore Violet and like at the end of each scene as soon as he called cut I would just I would smile just to bring myself back into me and who I am because I didn't want to really stay in that headspace for too long and it is as you're saying like it is quite grounded in 
the depictions of mental illnesses and things like that. Um, what kind of, with all the research and the grounding of getting Violet into the space of, of where you needed her to be, what kind of work did you do to understand and, and realise and learn about the mental illnesses that would be presented in the film? It's not like great, but at school, like I have been surrounded by people who are similar to Violet. Like I've seen like girls come to school with, you know, marks in their arms. So I kind of, kind of drew on, you know, their emotions and how I kind of interpreted how they were feeling. Like I obviously, like I tried to get it as authentic as possible because when you're portraying someone living with mental illness, you, you want to get it right. Like you don't want to just like, not put in the research because otherwise it's just not an authentic performance and it's not real and it's not genuine. I did ask some people who kind of has lived with it and like has recovered because I didn't want to, you know, tap into anything that triggered them. But I had asked them and they kind of helped me understand who Violet was, which really helped me. And like researching a lot, like I'm not going to put any labels on Violet because that's like an important theme of the film to not put labels on like the mental illness like the characters are living with so I did research mental illnesses and how it affects not only like the person living with the mental illness but like everyone around them their carers which is also a theme of pieces like it focuses on not only the people living with the mental illness the people going through it in their journey but you know everyone surrounding them because mental illness is a thing that affects everyone surrounding the person living with it and it's like important to highlight the community and mm. how like you need to be a part of a community so you can all uplift each other so yeah I mean I did a lot of research for Violet like I think gosh I spent so many hours just researching her and just tapping into her and then going over the script and interpreting it in different ways making creative choices how I would say the lines and yeah it seems to be this really you're, you're really fascinated in not just characters but how they work and who they are as people. Yeah. When you started out acting, was that kind of your your main interest in getting to understand a character and embody who they are? Yeah, I think I've definitely grown as an actor in the industry because I started so young. Like I think I started classes when I was about ten, and then I started auditioning when I was twelve. So. When I first started, I kind of just saw a script, said the lines, and that's it. And as I've kind of grown and learned in the industry, like Miles Pollard, have you heard of him? Yeah. He's a Australian actor. So I've done workshops with him. I've done classes with him. And he actually really, really helped kind of ground me in my acting. Like he told us, you know, focus on the story rather than the lines. Focus on your character's like objectives. Focus on like what actually makes the character think. So he really inspired me from a young age. I think my first class with him, I was about 13. And I remember taking a notebook with me to class and just like scribbling everything he wrote down because to me, like, he was such an inspiring mentor. And, yeah, so he helped really ground my performance. Because when I first started, I was, I was quite big and expressive. And I've kind of learnt to just, you know, if a line is a line, you just you can throw it away. Like, people don't always overthink every single thing that they say. They just, you know, throw away stuff or they, you know, choose to emphasise certain things. Um, but, you know, as I've grown in the industry, I've, I've just found it more interesting and, I've loved exploring characters. I mean, even when I sing, because I'm a singer, when I sing songs, I don't sing it like as a song. I sing it as a character. And I picture how a character would be thinking when they're singing the song. So that's why I'm so drawn to singing and performing in that aspect, because it is quite similar to acting. So it sounds like you've been quite comfortable with being able to put yourself out there and being able to perform both on stage and on screen and sing. 
how have you been able to like grow and learn how to be vulnerable as well? Like, cause with pieces, there is a lot of being vulnerable there and with singing as well. It is about yeah. being vulnerable. It's about showing your emotions. How have you been able to do that? I think it really helps when you have a really strong support system. Like, my family is everything to me. They are so supportive. My parents have always been really supportive of my dreams. They've always backed me. They've always believed in me. Um, and so, like, coming home to just a really supportive, kind space and having my mum come with me, like, through all of it, like, I, she just comes everywhere with me. Like, she went to set with me on Dolphin Bay and she was, she's just such a rock to me. And she's always just help me navigate my way through the industry because both of us, we're new to it. We don't, we, like, both of us haven't grown up in it. She is new to it. I'm new to it. So we've kind of helped each other along the way. And, you know, my family is just amazing. I've got such a strong relationship with my grandma who actually played my, played my real grandma in pieces. So, yeah, she's, she's I'd say, like, she's my biggest supporter. Like, she has always just believed in me so much. She's always said, you know, you can do this. So, yeah, no, I really think having a really strong supportive system like around you is really really vital because it can be lonely going into the industry with no one and having like no like like-minded people which is why I love going to classes because you know you meet these amazing people who all share the similar like similar interests like similar goals and yeah no it was really nice because my whole acting class they all showed up to um the theatrical release of Dolphin Bay on Thursday I think it was like two weeks ago yeah so they all showed up and they honestly they're the most supportive group of people like I honestly I could not go through this whole experience without them like we've we're all quite supportive of each other which is so lovely I spoke to Nicole and Martin and they're very obviously both very excited about the film but they're very passionate about the work that they've done but also the cast and everybody that's in it because They know how much this means to you and everybody else in it. So, you know, congratulations for that in, in particular. Yeah, I know. Like, I think you can kind of see when you watch pieces, like, how much heart went into it. Because every single actor in it, they are all equally amazing. They all brought so much passion to the table, so much creativity. And you can really see it, like, we all kind of bounce off of each other in the film. Yeah, it's so wonderful. What I love as well is the way that Perth is represented on screen there. Like, we don't get to see our city on screen all that much. Um, So it's quite wonderful to be able to see, you know, it on the big screen and visualise in such a beautiful way. But on the same hand, I'm curious for you as an actor starting out and, and branching out from Perth, what's that experience been like? Because... The Perth film industry is very supportive of one another, but it can be very difficult, I imagine, to be noticed or, you know, have get noticed by over east and places, you know, who are making films over east. What's that experience been like for you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been pretty lucky so far being able to film over east, but I really like Perth, as you can see in pieces, has got so much to offer. WA itself has got so many different landscapes, so many different sceneries. So I really, really wish like Perth and WA had more opportunities. But um, no, the dream is to move over overseas and just really give it a red hot crack and just see how far I can go. And it helps with my parents being so supportive. Like they are backing me. They, you know, they're very, they're very nice. Like I am so grateful and lucky to have such an amazing family but yeah I mean it is harder being in Perth because you don't get to do those in-room auditions as you would over east like in LA or Vancouver even so I've always sent self-tapes 
But, um, you know, the dream is to move over to LA and just do those in-room auditions because, you know, that you can make more of an impact on casting directors that way. Definitely. On Pieces, what was your favourite day on set? Was there a particular moment that you went, ah, this is something I'm going to carry through with me for the rest of my career? Yeah, well, I turned 16 on Pieces. Oh, nice. <laughs> which was, yeah, no, it was so, 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 so lovely. Like, Nicole brought cupcakes as well. It was also... Um, the release date for Great White. Um, I think it was in America or someplace or someplace overseas. So, yeah, so Marty and I both had a great landmark on set. Um, so that was my favourite day. And also on my birthday, that was when I shot most of my scenes. So, like, not many 16-year-olds can say, you know, I had my birthday working on a job that I absolutely love, wake up every single day loving going to set. So, yeah, that was just, like, that was amazing that I came home after set. My like parents made like a lovely little meal. It was it was very nice. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. As you're saying, not very many sixteen year olds get be be able to say that. Like that's it's got to be pretty good. Do you have them like days where you just sit there and go, I can't believe what I'm doing. I can't believe what I'm getting. Every single day. <laughs> even even when I watch the film, I'm like, I'm still like shocked. Like I'm like, how is this my life? Like I I've started a career that I love like so young and hopefully I like just because I've booked like two roles it doesn't guarantee future success so I know I have to keep working hard I know I have to keep putting in the work but you know it's just it's insane like even after long days on set I'll be driving home with mum and I'm like I'm not even tired like I just I feel so happy and feel so content like I found being on like set at Dolphin Bay like that probably has been the happiest I've ever been in my life just it just felt so so right to just go to set every day and just create something so like magical because being Disney like it is it is magical and like I remember growing up watching on on the TV like all these Disney shows and being like wow and then if I could go back and tell myself when I was in you know someday you're going to see yourself on that exact same screen like that would just she would just be crazy my my younger self yeah so going forward, what kind of work do you want to do? What kind of characters do you want to play? Are there any actors as well that you kind of look at to go, this is the kind of career that I want to have? I hope to play many, like like a range of different characters when I'm older. Like I really, like I hope to be really versatile. Like Kristen Bell, she has just done everything. Like she is a Disney princess. She has been in TV shows. She's been in movies. You know, she... She's amazing. She has her own business as well. Like, I really look up to Kristen Bell. Also, Frozen is, like, one of my favourite movies. She voiced Anna. Um, I also really look up to Zendaya because I feel like everyone does. Like, she's just amazing. She's such a hard worker. She's so young and she's, you know, produced her own series. She's – I just – I love her. So I'd love to work with her. Um, I also really love Millie Bobby Brown because, again, she's a young female actor who has produced like – she, I think she produced Enola Holmes. So, yeah, I, I look up to those – kind of actors that are bold and that are versatile and can play different characters. But um, I think my dream role would be in a Marvel movie. Like, I just, I'd love to be a superhero. Like, I, I love watching Marvel movies because, you know, they're so funny. They have those funny moments and then there's action. Like, it just has everything, it has those emotional moments. But, you know, I hope to play, like, a right, like a wide range of characters when I'm older. I think you will. Yeah, you've got the talent. You, you're going to go far. Um, I'm curious for you what it means to be an Australian actor working today then. Does it, that kind of, obviously this dream of heading over to Hollywood and stuff like that, but does the importance of being Australian or the, the you know identity of being Australian, does that play into your work at all? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I hope when I'm older, if I ever like make it big time, that I can always come back to Australia and create a film or series in Australia because honestly, Australia just has got so much to offer, and I I wish that. Australia as a whole would have so many more opportunities than what it does because it's just so beautiful. Like you can, there's you know there's a desert, there's a beach, there's cities like beautiful cities.、Um, it just has everything.、Um, and yeah, I feel like growing up in Australia, I feel like Australians are, Australians are quite grounded. So I've I'm quite grateful and lucky to have grown up in such a grounded place. When they go into watching it, what do you hope that they take away from both the film and from your performance? Yeah, I mean, I've had、um, someone come up to me and say, "I really loved your performance. Like, Violet reminded me a lot of my daughter, and the experience that Violet and her mum went through reminds me a lot of me." So I kind of hope that you know, people who have gone through those hard times, who have lived with mental illness, they can relate to it because there, there's such a wide range of characters. Someone is like everyone is bound to kind of relate to a particular arc or storyline. So yeah, I hope people, and also like it raises awareness, and I hope it starts a conversation that you know if someone is dealing with a mental illness or struggling with their mental health, that they see this film and you know it helps them to speak up. It helps them to realize that you know with talking to people, with coming together as a community, you can you know you can get better, you can recover. And like yes, it will always be there, but. When you're surrounded by supportive people, it kind of makes the experience just so much easier. So I hope you know for those people who have gone through those times to just kind of relate to it and just realize that it's okay. Like it's just something that they live with, that they you know they can get better. It's okay. Like everything will turn out well. Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network with gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.